When you're almost famous, you just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour 2 of Almost Famous begins now. And welcome to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Hour number two. We are on the tiny stage this evening, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from right here on the South Shore into Boston and across New England, brought to you every Tuesday by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John Shea, and yes, tiny stage means some live local music. And tonight we are being joined in studio by some of my favorite people. It's Banded Starling. How you doing in there tonight? Hey, we're great. Yeah, we're good. You're our favorite, too. Oh, please. Thank you. <laughs> so it was just about a year ago. Um, I think it's a year ago next month when, yeah. uh, when you were here uh, for the first time. And a lot has happened since then. But before we get into any of the new stuff, I want you to uh, give an introduction. Who is Banded Starling? Well, hi. I am Priscilla. I am the singer-songwriter and lead vocalist for Banded Starling. Um, I'm the one that comes up with a lot of the crazy ideas and I'm lucky enough to have friends that help me make it happen. Yeah, and I'm Pete. Um, I play uh, guitar and bass drum and also uh, backup vocals uh, and I basically keep Priscilla's crazy ideas in check. Tell us how you both came together. Well, we've been playing together for uh, probably about 10 years or so. We've known each other for 10 years. Yeah, we Um, met in a band, in in our church band. Yeah, and then uh, kind of slowly... uh, we, uh, we were part of another band uh, that went for about a year or so, and then we sort of broke off from that and kind of did our own thing. Excellent. Describe your sound, if you would. And I know that's not an easy question to answer, but if, you, if, <laughs> if somebody's listening for the first time, what can they expect to hear in the next hour tonight? Well, we've definitely uh, settled into a folk feel, um, but we do foray into a little bit of the alternative sound, um, indie um, and we're, I find that even though we've only been active for about a year and a half, a little bit over that, over that, um, we are kind of evolving and my songwriting is kind of evolving, um, a little bit more into the indie sound, but definitely folk. <laughs> That's cool. And I need to say too, and I know, uh, the fall is literally right around the corner. Um, what I love about your music is when I hear your music, it reminds me of fall. It reminds me of the leaves changing and the seasons changing. So it's, it's a cool thing. That's the cool thing about folk music, I think, is that it, it can remind you of uh, different types of seasons. Well, that makes my day because fall is my favorite season. Mine too. Oh, yeah. Get and out of the summer heat. Yes. Yeah. It's just good nice for so many reasons. It's beautiful. The temperature is fantastic. The weather is fantastic. My birthday is in fall. My birthday is in the fall too. Pete's birthday is in the fall. So it's we need just, to ask what day? Check it out. So I can mark it on my calendar. Um, well, send actually, you guys a text. please do. Yeah, everyone take this down. Yes, so my birthday is going to be the date that we're going to digitally release our next album, October 11th. So that's going to be a really, that's probably going to be the best birthday I've ever had. And Pete's birthday is... November 20th. Oh, very so, cool. Yeah, yeah, right before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. This year. Yes. yes. It never actually hits it, unfortunately, but... But you always get a Thanksgiving dinner at work. We do, we do. That's always so he good. he gets like two Thanksgiving dinners. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I want to talk about the new record. I know you uh, you just shot a music video. I want to talk about that. But let's start off with a song. What are we listening to first tonight from Banded Starling? Uh, we're going to play you a song called Level, and that's going to be on our new album. Okay. 95.9 WATD, the tiny stage is yours. Thank you. Before we realized it, we 
had dropped the thread that held us together. We can't forget about it when it's swinging right over our heads. Promise you, promised me we Banded Starling live in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. Very nice job. Thank you. Thank you. Priscilla, did you write, did you write that song? I did, yeah. Tell us what that's about, if you would. So that song is actually about uh, the kind of the process that I went to when I was considering leaving the band that Pete and I were in. Um, I talked a lot with Pete's wife about leaving that band and um, whether or not it was good, whether or not you know I should push through and kind of try to make it work or if it was time to leave it be and just let all of us as musicians um, develop without each other. Um, so that one, that was kind of like my crossroads level was like, okay, should I stay and should I try to like make it work or should we start from scratch and just stop everything and move forward um, with something new? And um, that that was kind of, my thought process was, I could find pros and cons on each side. And so that 
in thinking of all the pros and cons level. Instead of making a list, I <laughs> wrote the song level. <laughs> That's awesome. What were your reasons for considering leaving the previous band? Well, our styles are... So I, I started that band with another songwriter. Um, I had worked with him a little bit um, before moving to Poland. Um, and then when I came to the tail end of the year when I was living there, I realized on my way home that I really wanted to pursue music and I wanted to start a band. Um, and so I contacted him and we had worked together singing other people's songs, singing covers. And so um, we worked really well together. Our voices um, blended really well. But when it came down to songwriting, um, we spent a summer trying to songwrite songs and building up our repertoire. And it was really hard to write songs together. And I was wondering why, because I really enjoyed his company. He was a really nice person to work with. I loved his family. His kids were adorable. His wife was super sweet. Um, but I realized later on that our songwriting styles were just so different. And the, the songs that we wrote were different. The way we went about writing music was different. Um, even the way we went about singing was different um, and playing. And then on top of that, we wanted different things out of our music careers. Um, and so it was, it was mostly because I felt like together we weren't really lifting ourselves up enough. Like we weren't making each other better. We were, in a sense, holding each other back. Like I kept him from wanting to do what he wanted to do just because my goals were different and vice versa. So it came to the point where I realized it was just better for both of us if we did our own things and supported each other from separate bands. Understood. And, that, and then you met, you met Pete and things went from there. Yeah, Pete was in that band. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I was the drummer. He was the drummer of that band. Um, Look and how far I've come. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, multi-instrumentalist. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, you know, because I was talking to Pete's wife a lot about the whole process and the decision to leave, you know, Pete was also very privy to that. I mean, he was in the band, too, so it was important that he knew where I was coming from, too, as um, one of the songwriters in the band. So, um, you know, I would sit down and have conversations with Pete and Pete's wife. Um, I think she knew more than he did for a very long time. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that. She's, you know, she's good at keeping secrets, and um, she's a really great confidant, so... Um, after a while of talking with her, you know, I clued Pete in and, um, you know, I, I went on and it, it was, it took a little while, um, before I brought a new song that I had written in my style to Pete, um, it asked if he was, if he was willing to start a band with me. And he said yes. He did. I did. I was on the, hooked. On the first time? And we're actually playing that song today. Yeah, we are. We can play it next, actually. Oh, very cool. Let's uh, let's do that. Let's let's do another song. All right, cool. Yeah. So this uh, this song is called Matilda. Um, right around the time that I um, wrote this song, I had to take a couple months off from that band that I, that we left um, because I had a pretty major surgery. And so while I was recovering, my friend let me borrow the book Matilda, and I'd seen the movie maybe eighty maybe 800 yeah, times, 800 times. <laughs> um, and I love the movie I love the story um, is that the one with the, the girl from Mrs. Doubtfire yes okay. Mara Wilson yes yeah so I'd only ever seen the American movie adaptation and so I read the book by Roald Dahl and one of my favorite authors by the way oh my gosh he's amazing he's so he's so amazing and I I love dark too yes he is dark for kids but I mean it's it's kind of like real life-ish um, but I loved the similarities between the two, and I loved the differences even more, just because the, the original definitely 
tapped into the British culture and the British humor, and then the the movie went to the other end and tapped into the American culture. But both were beautiful adaptations, um, or one was a beautiful adaptation. The original is amazing. And so I took the differences and the similarities, and I combined them into this song. Let's hear it. Banded right. Starling, 95.9 WATD.
Fantastic. That's Banded Starling in studio tonight on 95.9 WATD. Sounding amazing. Thank you. After hearing that song, I need to ask, um, and I'll start, Priscilla, with you, some of your influences, your musical influences. It's It, it runs the gamut, really. Um, I, I could hear a lot in that song. Yeah. I Well, I grew up... Um, I grew up listening to like the top 40 on like Magic 106.7. My my mom really liked Kenny G. Um, and she also liked a lot of Bossa Nova. Um, and so I listened to a lot of that when I was a kid. But my brother, I think, influenced me the most with music. He exposed me to like all kinds of... He's, he would listen to A Tribe Called Quest, and he would also listen to Alice in Chains and Nirvana. Um, and then on the other side of the spectrum, he would listen to a lot of Joni Mitchell, and he would li- listen to a lot of Janis Joplin. And um, I personally listened to a lot of Christian contemporary music, um, and my family did as well. Um, but, you know, I also listened to, like, Sarah McLachlan and, you know, all the typical pop music from from that time. And I I feel like... Everything classical music was. I had a huge kick of classical music in in high school, and you know, basically till now. But um, I feel like every single thing kind of converges. Everything I've listened to, a lot of folk. Willie Nelson was one of my favorites um, when I was younger. All the everything that I was exposed to kind of converges and and comes out in my music in an interesting way. <laughs> I was going to say, in that last song, I could hear a lot of Joni Mitchell yeah. and also a lot of uh, Joan Armitrading, too, in, in your yeah. vocal style. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel like my singing, I when I was younger, I used to just copy everything. You know, I used to do a pretty mean Alanis Morissette, and I would, Sarah McLachlan, too, I just, I would just, any vocalist I listened to, I could pretty much emulate them. And then it, it really wasn't until... Um, I started songwriting when I was between 15 and 18 that I started developing my own voice. Um, and it, I don't think I really found my voice um, probably until I was in my mid-20s. Very cool. Pete, how about you? How about our musical influences yeah. growing up and, and maybe present day too? Sure, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, when I was in high school, kind of, you know, uh, figuring out my whole uh, musical, you know, taste and all that, um, a lot of my friends were into, like, 80s hair bands this is like in like 2000 so like this is this is like old stuff by, even by this time so um but we were uh i mean i mean we were all drummers so like you know the drums are big and the drum sets are like you know 360 degrees and like all this i mean it was it please was just, don't mention neil pert it was just awesome. well i mean how could you not right <laughs> we, yeah. um but yeah and then uh you know in in college uh, i started kind of listening to more uh, more modern stuff and i had some friends who were into like uh, you know, like Dispatch and like all those uh, what I would call college bands, in, like the, <laughs> yeah. you know the early two thousands. Um, but yeah, now and uh, I, I guess I'm uh, you know kind of listen to some more modern stuff. Um, we've been listening to a lot from uh, um, from First Aid Kit. Um, oh we yeah, actually cover one of their yes. songs. We love um, we love them. Yeah, um, just yeah. yeah and Lucius, like we yeah. can't we can't we can't not not mention Lucius. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we are nearing our first timeout of the night. It's about. Uh, 20 past 9 at the moment, but um, let's take our first break and come back and hear more music. Okay. Sounds good. 95.9 WATD. Stay tuned. This is Adam Ezra, and you are listening to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. My name is John Shea, and you are learning about local bands and musicians from here on the South Shore into Boston and across New England. 
We do it every Tuesday, 8 till 10 p.m., brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. This is hour number two. We are on the Tiny stage this evening with some live music from Banded Starling. How's it going in there? Pretty good. Yeah, we're great. You I'm comfortable. Sound amazing tonight, so great job. Thanks. Thank you. Let's do another round of introductions. Tell us who is Banded Starling. Well, my name is Priscilla. I am the songwriter and lead vocalist for Banded Starling and the one with the crazy ideas. <laughs> and I'm Pete. I play uh, guitar, bass drum, and sing, uh, sometimes all simultaneously. Awesome. I have to say, I do also play some instruments. Um, I play acoustic guitar and Unfortunately, I forgot my glockenspiel. I was going to say, I'm disappointed oh. not to see that tonight. I know. Well, last time we did a lot of glockenspiel songs, so today we're doing all guitar songs, and you get to hear both of our guitars on every song. Well, that just means <laughs> you'll have to come back again with okay. the glockenspiel. I'm, right. I'm perfectly fine that. with that. <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of new songs, you guys have a record coming out soon. We do. We are really, really, really excited about this album, especially because it was entirely funded by friends, family, and some strangers. Um, People just heard our music. They heard the single we released, and they supported us, which confounds me and flabbergasts me. Um, But I'm eternally grateful to the people that made it happen, and we will be releasing um, a digital copy of that on October 11th. It's an early release, and then... Um, it'll be out everywhere um, on November 9th when we have our release party. Awesome. And I have to say congratulations because not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before that, you guys were nominated for Band of the Year at the New England Music Awards, and that was quite the party in Malden. Oh, it was it, awesome. It man. was amazing. <laughs> yeah, Thank what you. What a surprise that was, too. I, yeah, the whole thing just caught me completely off guard. Yeah, Another. We were, in, we were in some pretty good company, for sure. Oh, my gosh. It was. We were definitely out of our league. I yeah. mean, we were in the same category as, like, the ghost of Paul Revere and Ruby Rose Fox and Dwight and Nicole. I mean... They're, they're amazing, amazing bands that have um, just people understand how amazing they are. And, and that was, that was I think, the seventh show, I think, the seventh New England Music Awards show. And yeah. I, I have to say, you know, and I've been a part of this since the very beginning, and it, it was very cool early on. Towards the middle, it almost got to the point where, you know, everybody kind of could predict who was going to win because <laughs> the music scene was just at that point yeah. where it was just, you know, every, everything is going to, you know, go to this person or, you know, this is the only person that's playing out. So it's, you know, it's obviously going to go to that person. But this was the, the first year in a long time where not only were there a lot of new names on yep. the ballot, but nobody could predict who was going to win. No, it, it was it I mean, was so truly... Somebody, somebody would have made a, a million bucks in Vegas if they had to bet on that because <laughs> a lot yeah. of underdogs pulled through and won. Well, it just goes to show you that there, there are people that listen to local music and appreciate local bands and, you know, you don't have to be playing Gillette Stadium or, you know, TD North Garden to have people that appreciate what you do and and resonate with the message that you're producing and you know we're we're as musicians I mean we put on a lot of hard work but we also love what we do and we're so fortunate to be able to meet people that love what we do and so you know let they let us to continue going on and doing what we love and Honestly, that I feel so fortunate. I echo that completely. Yeah, and and you you also won an award, and rightfully so. I mean, like the, thank you. <laughs> it was the the work that you do for the local scene. I think is is just amazing and fantastic, and it's nice to see that that's appreciated. Thank you too. And it's it's fun too. I love to. I love you know. I, I get a, I get a concert every Tuesday night with you <laughs> with you know somebody new. So it's it's a very very cool thing to do, and and I you know I, I appreciate you know all the artists that support each other too. It's a beautiful scene, and I don't think I really, when I 
when I started um, really pursuing music and not just going to open mics um, in small towns where it was me and my mom um, that were basically the audience as well as the performers. Um, <laughs> um, when I started actually going into the music scene and sharing my music and meeting other musicians and planning shows, I realized just how beautiful of a family it is, um, just how much everyone supports each other and are interested in each other and what, we're, what each other is doing. Um, I've, I've been so blessed to be able to make a lot of friends in the music scene. And, um, and we even had one of them uh, record um, one of the songs on our album. Uh, she plays a violin and yeah. she has a fantastic partner, a and, song called and Isabel. She's in our music video too, which we're really excited about. We're, we're really, I, I can't wait to start announcing that, but I'm, I'm holding myself back so we can talk about other things. Nice. I want to uh, I want to ask quickly. I know we talked before the break about some of y- some of your influences, but who are you listening to locally? Um, wow, there's just so many. Katie Jones has been like in my head a ton. Um, I love one of her songs. Choose. I need to check her out. I've I've heard so many people talk about her. Yeah. And I haven't had a chance to listen to her music yet. She's just. I mean, there's so you can't you can't pick one. She but her her song choose. Um, hey Katie, if you're listening, hit me up. Send me some stuff. Yeah, Katie, come come onto the tiny stage. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, you think. And 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 also too, if you this are listening, is. come and plan a show with us. Um, no, it's there. She's amazing, and her songwriting is just so raw and honest and um it's it ta- it taps into the the more vulnerable side of humanity and i think that's beautiful but also it taps into the the beautiful side of humanity um and of course gentle temper gentle temper is this crazy crazy duo they're just such phenomenal musicians i can't even express how amazing they are um Visiting Wine, uh, they're fantastic. And they're here next week, actually. Great people. I, it's they're so fun. I, they're they're just the most fun people to be around. Um, Katie Dobbins, obviously. You know, Katie and I have been friends for the past um, j- just over a year now. Winner um, of New Hampshire, yes, artist of the year. Yes, best in state. Um, so it's been an Alex Fam. She's a violinist. She's uh, she played on our album. She's in our music video. Um, she's just. A really innovative songwriter and uh, truly, truly a folk artist. And she plays violin and uh, she just picked up the guitar, which I'm happy about. Awesome. <laughs> She's joining the guitar club. Um, Speaking of the guitars, you guys have guitars in hand. I want to hear some more music. Yes. All right. Okay. What's next? Uh, this next song is called Mountain Song. And uh, actually, we don't really have any recordings of this song, I don't think. So um, this could be the one. This is the one, I think. <laughs> Band of Starling 95.9 WATD, take it away.
Bandit Starling, unbelievable, 95.9 W.A.T.D. Sounding so good tonight. Thank you. Tell us about that song, please. Uh, Mountain Song uh, was written on the side of a mountain. (laughs) Wow. What do you think of that? Um, No, I was in Vermont at the time, and um, I was at a ladies' retreat. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's a time where Women, mostly um, mothers, (laughs) get a chance to get away, and we usually have Bible studies and just time to wind down and be in nature and pray, meditate, whatever. Um, So I was at a ladies' retreat, and we had um, three hours out of the day were designated for silence, Um, so basically alone time. So we could be—some people are extroverts, so they can't be alone— and I get that. So we could either be in a group of people um, in silence for three hours or we could go off on our own. And I, of course, being an introvert, chose to go off on my own. So I went off, um, went down a trail and um, was on the side of a mountain. And I was looking over. It was autumn, of course, the best season of the year. And I was looking over down into a valley uh, where there were tons of trees and they all were just a beautiful rainbow of autumn colors. And I was reading over my Bible verse, um, which was Psalm 23, and I was just thinking about life in general and how we come to these points where we're at the top of the mountain. Uh, sometimes we're 
at the height of everything and there's still emptiness or sometimes we're in the valley and it's like the deepest, darkest part of our lives and we can still find joy. And there's just, you know, there's all these dichotomies in life. And I just started thinking about that. Um, and it's, it's kind of a meditation. It's also kind of a prayer. And it is um, very much um, an example of some of my earlier songwriting when I realized that I was falling into the folk world. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, this was, I think this song was the one song that made my, the other songwriter in the other band I was in realize that, that our styles were very, very different. And sometimes I, I, I personally find that some of the best music is found in the silence. Yeah, it was... Um, it's funny because it really did start off as a prayer. You know, I was reading over Psalm 23, and in my head I just kind of had um, the words, you know, take me take me to the water, take me to the open air, like take me over to your pasture. Um, and just it kept saying that over and over again. And um, that's when um, the melody started coming to me, and, of course, everything goes onto my phone. Um, <laughs> so I recorded that, and... It's interesting because it sounded very different because it was originally two songs, which I do often. I write two songs with a similar content and kind of similar sound. And then I realized that it's actually one, two parts of one song. Um, and then I kind of combined it, brought it back to the band. And and uh, there's a very, I don't know, maybe on YouTube, possibly not out there at all. There's a very different version of that song um, that is a lot more poppy. And if someone can find that, I will give them major props. But I think I took them all down. <laughs> that's that's our the, the, listening at home. That's your homework assignment. Yeah. <laughs> Go and find that video. <laughs> the band that we were in is called Shiloh Tiding. So if you Ooh, can find, yeah, if you can find us somehow on YouTube and find some of our older stuff, um, I will give you big, big props. Maybe you'll get, I don't know, a free CD or something. I like that. <laughs> Speaking of the band. Pete, I need to ask um, Liz Vandenberg, one of the uh, the producers of Talking Information Center, whose uh, studio we're borrowing tonight for tonight's tiny stage, um, was commenting on on your skill in there, Pete. What exactly are you doing besides doing harmony vocals? Um, so, in addition, I'm also playing uh, rhythm guitar um, and playing the bass drum. How is that? Now, is that like you know, like patting yourself on the head and rubbing your stomach at the same it, time? Is that? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a little like glorified tapping your foot while you're playing. So, you know, I'm, my foot's going anyway, so I might as well have a, have a bass drum to make some more, uh, to, to make my life even more difficult. So, Spoken like a true drummer. <laughs> yeah, true. So I'm actually a drummer first, and I, I sort of picked up the guitar in, uh, in college, so um, it also uh, satisfies that itch a little bit, too. I can actually play the bass drum and, and play the guitar at the same time. Yeah. I, I can't say that it sounds good. I use way too much force no, on the bass the, the, drum. The finesse. There's yeah, no yeah. finesse with me. <laughs> and like if there is finesse, it lasts like a quarter of the song and then it's just like bah, bah, bah. it's yeah, it's it's bad. Punch oh. a hole in it after a while. Yeah. <laughs> Although notice my, my left calf I think is getting much larger than my right calf because I'm always standing on it and kind of bouncing. <laughs> so as a drummer I need to ask you yeah. favorite musician joke. Oh wow. Oh, I don't know. I, I try to refrain from uh, from drummer jokes, but uh, oh man, I don't know. Think about that. We'll 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 ask you after the next break. <laughs> Bandit Starling in studio tonight. You have some upcoming shows to share too. Yes, we are going to be in Lowell at the Hearing Room with The Promise Is Hope, another band that I love to listen to um, and feel very fortunate to share a stage with. Um, that is one nineteen Chelmsford Street in Lowell, Massachusetts. That's October sixth, and I believe doors are at seven. 
maybe 637. Um, and then we're going to be at the Armory in Somerville to release our album, which we're really excited about. Um, that's a Friday night, November love 9th. Love that location, too. Yeah, it's such a cool place. I love like a old, castle. I love, yes, I love old buildings in general, um, old things in general. Um, <laughs> um, and then in December, we're really excited. We're going to be sharing the stage with Thies. Uh She's a local singer-songwriter and the group activity. Um, and we're going to be at the Burin in the Burin Backroom Series. Um, that's December 2nd on a Sunday. And so. just yesterday, you shot a music video. We did in Acton, Massachusetts at the Acton Arboretum, which was fun because there were people there. Um, it looks like in the video that there aren't any people there, but there were people there. Lots of dogs, which distracted our director immensely. It, they were very cute, so I get why. Um, but... It was it was cool because people heard us playing because we were just playing acoustically. And so they would stop over and just watch. <laughs> I'm like, oh, don't watch. We're doing tons of takes. <laughs> What's your favorite kind of dog? Me? Um, I really like the mixture between Boston Terriers and Cavalier King Charles Spaniels because they look like mini boxers. And I love boxers. Um, but <laughs> to have a boxer that perpetually looks like a puppy is like my dream so one of these days i'm gonna get that mix and if i can't then i'll just get a boxer because they're, oh, they're such nice dogs pete how about you favorite kind of dog oh man uh, so i'm allergic to dogs so mm. i i prefer the, uh, the ones the ones without the uh without all the the fur and all that so poodles are right up my alley you know fun actually my uncle had a standard poodle which was uh-huh. um they're so smart. Humongous, too. I mean, yes. you always think of poodles being so tiny, but mm-hmm. I mean, this is like a size of like a Labrador. Yeah, they're big. Or bigger, actually. Yeah. yeah. Any songs written about dogs? No. No, no. I, I, don't, uh, I don't tend to write about animals, I found. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if I should start. New writing prompt. <laughs> yeah, that's my new writing prompt. Oh, gosh. I hate, go. I hate writing prompts. <laughs> they're like the worst thing ever for me. I, I, like, I, I tend to like just want inspiration to come to me. Like It descends on me like a fog, and then I just give myself over to it. It's very poetic, but it's, it's not how music happens a lot of times. Um, Did you know that Paul Simon's The Boxer was written about the boxer dog? Really? No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> See, you can't do that because I, I tend to err on the side of gullible. So, like, I won't even know that you're pulling my leg. That's not fair. Well, let's pull another song out. What okay. do you want to share next? Uh, we're going to share um, the single that we've already released, Isabel. Um, and it is one of the songs that is going to be on our new album. Let's hear it. Banded Starling, 95.9 WATD, not written about a dog. No, not at all. This one actually has a pretty intense backstory um, that we don't have time for me to share, but you can find it online, I'm sure. Or if you can't find it online, just send us a message um, on Facebook and I will give you a link. Fantastic. Banded Starling, the tiny stage is yours.
Did Starling 95.9 W.A.T.D. Very nice job on that. Thank you. Priscilla, I need to ask you about your guitar. That's a beautiful instrument. Thank you. It is a Gretsch resonator. And um, I bought it because I have a problem of not playing guitar loud enough. And the last guitar that I had, um, it just was so quiet that not only could Pete not hear it when we were rehearsing, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure he still can't hear me, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> um He's shaking his head no. <laughs> I don't want to say anything. <laughs> um, but um, it was really hard to hear when it was plugged in, even more so. And so I went out and um, tried a whole bunch of different guitars. And this one was beautiful, so I was drawn to it. And then I played it, and the sound just blew me away. Um, and there were a whole bunch of other people playing guitars at, at, at the time. Um, but this one just kind of rung out in my ears and it was such a beautiful sound Um, and then later I looked into it a little bit more and realized that it's actually a very common guitar used in folk music particularly um, with sliding guitar Um, and so I was going to ask have you done any lap slide on that before I haven't and I I want to I I keep eyeing the glass sliders um, at the music store whenever I go and pick up uh, picks so one of of these days I'm going to pick it up and just surprise Pete like I did with the Glockenspiel. <laughs> I was okay with that. Hey, we're doing this now. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So I want to ask about the uh, the new record. Um, so is this a debut? 
Um, it's our technically, I guess. Yeah, we recorded something ourselves, um, and it was just a, a four song EP. This one is still going to be an EP, but it's been professionally recorded, and that I think is probably going to make a lot of difference. At least I hope. I mean, I'm pretty proud of what we did, but we have our limitations. <laughs> now, the the uh, release of Isabel is that is that the same version that's going to be on the EP, or is it a different version? Mostly the same. Yes. Cool. Gonna, it might sound slightly different, but um, for the most part, it's pretty verbatim. Yeah, because we, we've uh, played that quite a bit, and we've gotten some good good uh, good response to the uh, the version you sent me a while back. So oh, I, yeah. I can't right, wait thanks. to hear what's what's on the EP. Thank yeah, you. yeah, more of the same. Yeah, it's going to be six songs, so we're uh, yeah getting pretty uh, yeah we, we've laid all the tracks, and now we're just kind of in the you know finalizing yeah. the whole right thing. Right now, we're just waiting for the producers to be done. Awesome. Let's uh, do another song, and then we'll take our final time out of the night. What's next? Uh, next we're going to do Empty Places, yeah. Yeah, so this is one of the ones we recorded on that home recording, which you can check out on Spotify or Google Play or, or uh, wherever you like to get your music.
Candid Starling 95.9 WATD. Nice job. Thank you. Thanks. We have to take our final time out of the night, but I think we have time for one more. Does that work for you? That works. Sure. Let's do it. 95.9 WATD brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. This is Krista Gnidic, and you're listening to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. And welcome back to Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD. My name is John Shea. We are nearing 10 o'clock, which means it's almost time to pass the torch over to Mike Joshua and Americana Rama taking you from about 10.15 in the morning till 1 a.m. So uh, some great stuff coming up tonight, a new show here on the radio station. My name is John Shea. This is Almost Famous, and you are learning about local bands and musicians from here on the South Shore into Boston and across New England. With a few more moments on the ta- on the tiny stage with Banded Starling, how's everything going in studio tonight with you guys? It's lovely. Yeah, just great. You. you sound incredible tonight. <laughs> Thank you. Um, before we wrap things up, um, let's give um, the uh, the CD release information and the show dates too. Yes, uh, we're playing in Lowell, October sixth, um, at the Hearing Room. And our CD release is going to be November 9th at the Armory. And then we have one last show of the year before Pete takes a break because he and his wife are welcoming a new little baby into their home. Um, Congratulations. (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you. Um, So, yeah, our last show of the year is going to be December 2nd at the Burren. And you can find all those show dates and more information about us at our website, bandedstarling.com. You can also find us on Facebook and on Instagram and all kinds of goodies, other other stuff. I, I don't do Twitter. I tried. It's, it just doesn't work. Um, Hashtag don't use Twitter. Oh, uh, man. I, I really did try so hard. It just didn't stick. Yeah, I can't. I don't quite get it either, but you know, it's, I guess it's for some people and not for others. Right. Before we continue, I just need to ask the, the origin of the band name. How did Banded Starling come into play? It was a late night um, band naming session with Pete, Pete's wife and me around the kitchen table. I think it was like one in the morning when Banded Starling came out. We, we like wrote down name ideas on pieces of paper Hundreds. and put them in the middle of the table and then we'd like read them off to each other and basically vetoed everything. And then we went on this like long bird kick where everything was like, uh, I don't know, yellow sparrow and like blue heron, like all, all crazy stuff. Um, and then, you know, I'd seen so many starlings in their tree earlier. Um, so I thought, well, isn't that so nice how they like band together, banded starling. Um, and then we hated it. Um, for a long time and then I was like hey we're releasing an album we need a name and so Pete convinced me to go with Bandit Starling yeah we like it now I like it too <laughs> thank you I think it's well I think it's pretty fitting <laughs> well I want to thank you both for coming down to the South Shore tonight and uh, we'll we'll talk to you soon but we have time for one more song great awesome thank you
up my arms Persistence knows no rest And gather all my coins Freedom cost me my best But you're not alone in this Alone in this You're not alone You're not.